Welcome back to another episode of Inside Inside Sales. Brought to you by our sponsor, Vanilla Soft, with your host, Daryl Prale. Join us as we interview industry experts in the dramatically growing field of inside sales and sales development. Tune in as Daryl brings you actionable strategies and tactics that can immediately increase your sales and success. So you ready? Hey, Daryl. Good day, everybody. How are you doing? Oh, I love this show. I love talking to you guys. I tell you that every week. And are you ever tired of me telling you how much I love you or all these cool kids I hang out with? Because, you know, as much as I love you and I do love my job and I love what we talk about, you know, life is life is an interesting thing sometimes, right? You have your ups, you have your downs, good days and bad days. Sometimes it's easy to get out of bed in the morning, take yourself to the office, wherever that office might be, whether it's at the local coffee shop in your, in your spare bedroom or at the man's corporate offices and do your thing. And other days, a little more challenging, a little more like, I'm not motivated. I'm not ready. I'm not feeling my mojo. Oh, I've been there. I get it. Today's been a good day. I, you know, I always, I always have fun when we do videos for LinkedIn and they turn out well. So when you're listening to this, this will already have happened. I will have had a conversation with Daniel Disney. He's like a social media God, he's, you know, he's the man when it comes to social selling. And, uh, and I like Daniel. Daniel and I get along quite well. But uh, today, the show, of course, it hasn't taken place yet. And we had to produce a video to promote, drive attendance, to get folks like you to listen to what Daniel has to say. I've got a couple guys who are on my team who are way more talented and way more gifted and way more skilled and way more creative than I could ever hope to be. And they put together a couple scenes to make this video interesting and int intriguing and provocative. And you know it's a hit when the minute you post it on LinkedIn, you put up the, the video along with some supporting content because you're trying to drive awareness. It's all about you know building the pipeline, right? It's all about building that pipeline. And within minutes of my doing it, I get a private message from Daniel Disney, who had no idea this was coming down the pipe and said, oh my gosh, dude, that video was fantastic. It may have been the best promotional video I have ever seen. And I'm choosing to believe him when he says that, as opposed to assuming he probably says that to every single person. because That's just how nice he is. <sighs> what resonates with me in that process and why I feel good is that when I'm able to physically create awareness, create awareness for my product, create awareness for our services, create awareness for some kick-ass content we're doing, just like this, this content inside, inside sales. Any kind of content awareness, any kind of noise and hype you can do to further the goal, to further your objective, that makes my day that much easier. I reap the rewards from that. The problem is making time to make awareness a priority in your schedule because you get distracted. I get distracted. Oh, man, do I get distracted. Let me tell you, folks, I, it's nonstop. So. That's a huge issue for me. I imagine it's a huge issue for you. And that's why I want to talk about how do you go about intentionally making awareness for yourself? That could be social. That could be other ways, tips and tricks. A lot of this stuff you guys have heard before. If you're feeling comfortable, then I would say just stop the podcast now. 
Just stop it now. I don't want to waste your time. But if you want to hear a kick-ass case study of a real-life individual who's gone through this, continues to go through this, some of the tips and tricks that he uses, you're going to have fun with this. And I assure you, you will learn something new that you're not doing now. So with that said, I am so delighted. I genuinely am delighted to introduce to you Jared Bass Mitchell. Jared, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Daryl. Um, super honored to be on the, on the podcast. Really, really, really excited about this. Okay, so for those of you who don't know Jared, you hear me say this every week, but Jared has a special place in my heart because often I go reaching out to people on certain topics that, that would make sense. I reached out to Jared and I said, I just want you on my show. What can we talk about? His content is killer. And I've only kind of stumbled into Jared in the last three to six months. I don't know where he's been. Maybe he's just started or maybe I was sitting in a cornfield somewhere. I don't know. His content is great. And it's not just great on LinkedIn. It's great on Instagram. Like his stuff is great. And he could give textbook classes on how to engage. So he may bring this up. But in the course of this going back and forth with him and I, this man used LinkedIn. He used the messaging capability. He used video on LinkedIn. And he used the audio recording on LinkedIn. Multiple channels to connect with me. And it just blew my mind. He was like the most prolific user of all the tools available to him. And ironically, that has the benefit of creating awareness, if you will, within me of Jared, because no one else is doing what he did with me. I can't tell you the last time I got a personal video on LinkedIn. Most people don't even know how to do that. It's yeah. hidden there. You have to look go looking for it. He's the man. So if you don't know Jared, he's a, uh, he's, I mean, he's a man of many talents. You'll see it on his LinkedIn profile, but he is with Sales as a profession, as he says, SAP, S A A P. And I said, you know, so what's your official title? And I loved it. His answer was, I'm the other guy. I'm the other guy. <laughs> he didn't say I'm co founder or I'm co CEO or I'm a partner. I'm the other guy. And you'll also notice he doesn't sound Canadian, nor does he sound American. He's got a beautiful accent. And I believe you're in Trinidad and Tobago. Am I getting that right, Jared? Yes, Trinidad and Tobago. Yes, correct. See, I see. I blew it already, man. But I love that you corrected me in such a polite way. That's Tobago. How many, I have to ask you a question. How many times are you, are you correcting morons like me on how to properly pronounce that? I think just because it's the natural way of the English language that most persons yep. um, just automatically assume, no, that's too bad and go. So they say it like that. But it, it, it's a common occurrence. But once you learn it, and once you say it, like going forward, when you say it to someone who's from Trinidad, they are very impressed when you don't say Tobago. They, they give you a gold star immediately. The one thing, you know, we have this here in Canada, one of our, and I'll probably still screw this up even though I know better. One of our provinces, one of our states, it's called, uh, well, I should do this right. Most people who are uneducated, we call it Newfoundland. Mm -hmm. But it's actually Newfoundland. It's the emphasis is on the other end, right? And it's the same thing. People are screwing it up nonstop. So, and, and like you, they're amazing at correcting us without feeling corrected. So that's cool. Now, my friend, Jared, yes. you are the man when it comes to creating awareness. Because you, you've actually got a real case study, how you applied your tools and tactics when it comes to a sales conference. So maybe walk us through, set the stage for the audience about what you're trying to achieve and then how you used social awareness to drive your objectives, which, of course, as a sales guy, is always 
engagement and commitment. That's what we always yeah. want. So Engage. set the stage for us. Yeah. So and let me start it out because I know you said your audience is a lot of account executives, but essentially what I did was create so much awareness about my event that everyone was actually talking about it on all the different channels I was utilizing. But the way I got it done was that I wasn't actually talking about my conference. I was just sharing information about the general topics that persons care about. So just to go back a bit, in June 18, 2019, my business partner and I, we actually held a sales conference here in Trinidad and Tobago, the first sales conference ever. And it was all focused on, of course, the greatest profession in the world, sales, where we got 11 local speakers all to actually talk about how they are succeeding in 2019, what they are doing for their customers to exceed their targets. And just to give you a bit of insight, Trinidad has been in a bit of a no growth with regard to the economy. So it's not in a recession. It's just basically in a plateau. So there hasn't been much growth. So a lot of companies locally are trying to figure out ways to grow their sales, to grow their business, which is the reason why we did the sales conference. And the lead up to the conference was absolutely amazing because when we first decided to do it, the event planner that we hired, we had an argument with her because she was saying, let's just aim for a hundred persons. And we said, no, let's get 150 because we can get 150. Two weeks before the conference, she called us saying, what the hell are you guys doing? Why are you still selling tickets? We are sold out. Why are you still selling? And I'm laughing on the phone telling her, I thought you said we could only do a hundred. It all stemmed from creating so much awareness. So one of the first things I'll tell you, and we talk about engagement and commitment. For the month before the conference, I posted every single day on LinkedIn, almost every evening and afternoon. And if there was any opportunity where I did not post, I was going through my feed, finding the great topics related to sales that I could join and engage on and have conversations with persons and also add persons to my network. That was creating awareness on all fronts, even if it wasn't coming from my end. That's, again, something that's really important, which I think a lot of persons don't realize. You go on LinkedIn, and I think sometimes you just have, like, and we all seen it, as you said, you have standard messages. You copy and paste messages to everyone. You really need to get down to doing customized messages to a few niche people instead of 100 do it customized messages for, like, 15 to 20 persons. And you get back way more engagement than what you were having before. So that's what really worked for me. Going into the conference, we position ourselves as being some of the top minds with regards to sales in Trinidad and Tobago and the region. So when persons came onto LinkedIn, they were just seeing our content. And every time I met someone, people would be stopping me in the road. My friends would stop me. Jared, I'm seeing your content everywhere. And I immediately smiled and said, great, that's the objective. And my second question was, is the content I'm putting out valuable? Because that's the next step you want to make sure because and the next part of engaging is that you want to make sure that you're engaging with quality content. So you're not just spewing out garbage that people just scroll past. You're putting out information there that persons are actually stopping, taking time to look at and actually responding to, which means that you're actually hitting the right messages that persons want to hear. And okay, I want to stop you right there because I want to interrupt because you've got a couple of really killer points you just made. We're going to take a very quick break. Hold on. We'll be right back. CRM was designed for managing relationships. Sales engagement is designed for starting them. Current stats indicate that sales reps only contact new leads about 50% of the time and make less than two attempts to contact them. 
and they're only about 35% productive. CRM is the wrong tool to engage sales prospects. VanillaSoft is an engagement platform. It allows you to rapidly turn marketing qualified leads into sales qualified leads. According to user reviews, VanillaSoft will increase your pipeline and productivity by three times or more by ensuring each new sales lead is engaged within seconds persistently and with the cadence that's optimal for your prospects. Don't let your sales leads fall into a black hole. Take your lead engagement and sales qualification out of your CRM. Try VanillaSoft for free at VanillaSoft.com. The one thing you made that was really huge was you talked about having uh, micro messages. So you said, you know, eight or nine, whatever. The idea was, wasn't personalized necessarily at the individual, which a lot of people think, oh, I got to personalize every single message and I don't have time for this. It was personalized maybe for a specific audience, you know, and sales could be a certain job title or a certain industry or a certain job title within a certain industry, right? So you kind of have a very specific micro message. So you, you were able to dramatically increase your ability to connect with your audience because it was effectively speaking to them. So that's huge. And I know many of you rush your social engagement. It's kind of reactive or it's kind of like prescriptive in the sense like, yeah, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. You know, in other words, you're in a cadence, sales cadence, and it's step number four, and this is a social touch, and you go and you pick your template and you send it, and away it goes. Okay, I did it. Move on. Because you're worried about getting through your activities as opposed to worrying about the outcomes you want the activities to generate. And that's a big yep. difference. That's a mindset. And you had the mindset. The thing you said was really powerful, and I've never done this. I have people all the time, especially when I'm at shows and it's trade show season again. I was just at a show last week. I was at the inbound, inbound. conference. You got it. Yes. And you know, that's a classic case. My, my business partner, my business partner was actually at inbound. He stopped at your booth, but you weren't there, but he had a great interaction with your team. Oh, that's fantastic. Because if you didn't, I would have fired their asses. So that's good to know. Thank you. And what happens is people stop you. And I almost always get the exact same comment, which is kind of fun. Hey, uh, hey Daryl? Yeah, yeah, I'm Daryl. Hey, you know, I'm George. Nice to meet you. Love your content. And it's nice, it's nice and it's affirming to hear that. And I do want to hear that. But I've never come back and said, is my content of value to you? Because love your content, yeah. maybe they do love it, or maybe it's just a pleasantry because they recognize me and it's a soft intro, and therefore I could dismiss it somewhat. But asking that, I'm going to do that next time and next time and next time, because that's huge and it's personal and it's reactive and it's real time. And when you engage with them to get their feedback, it really shows that you care. Um, and it, it, it brings you back to, I think, a story you were telling. I'm not sure if you did it or the person you were with did it, where you, you went to Subway to get a sandwich yeah, and you told me. the artist, yep. you make it, yeah, you make it how you think it's best because... If I meet someone and they tell me, Jared, I don't think you're touching this aspect of sales. I kid you not, I would stop and tell the person, okay, let's do a video talking about that right now. If it's important, let's do it now. If I have the time or if not, let's schedule it in. Because when you start hitting on the topics that people care about, and again, imagine if you are a account executive and you're trying to reach out to your audience and we keep saying it all the time. If your audience says, a, B, and C are my key problems. You should be talking about A, B, and C consistently because that's what's going to get their attention. That's how you're going to create the engagement. If you're talking about X, Y, and Z, there's a high probability they won't care. 
And X, Y, and Z, in most cases, why they don't care is that they keep talking about your company instead of keep talking about how you have solved problems or what are some of the key things that you're seeing in their world that you can help resolve, not your company. So that's huge. That's all around content. And you were doing that yeah. regularly to kind of generate yeah. awareness. I mean, a big part of those two is that you were doing engagement, as you said, with your micro messages. And I want to I want to frame this because we talked about the micro messages a little bit already. But another example is that, you know, you engaged with me, you know, initially when we got connected, yeah. you know, you were reaching out to me long before the podcast, you were reaching out to me. And that was, yep. I know, is very intentional on your part. Just like uh, I've got a podcast recording tomorrow with a wonderful woman whom I met at uh, David Delaney's 10 Bound conference. We had a great time. And then she followed up and reached out to me proactively, connected on LinkedIn. And then after that was done, came back and said, how do I get in your podcast? Now, because I'd met her, I knew she had content. I knew she knew her stuff. She already passed that first test of, do you have great value, great content? But she took the initiative. So how important was that with you when it comes to your sales conference to proactively seek out people? Like you wanted 150, not 100. You wanted almost a dozen speakers, not like five. Even though Trinidad and Tobago is not the same population as the U.S. So you would have probably more difficulties getting quality speakers. Yeah. yeah. So let me give you some, so I'll give you some quick insights with regards to all these speakers. They all volunteered their time because indirectly over the course of the year to the conference, I all I gave every single one of them value with regards to their business. I made that intentional. So they reciprocated so because you gave them value to their business. So the, when I asked them, they all said they would do it for free because I already gave them back way more in terms of what, what matters to them. The second thing now, just to go through, like I have over 3,600 LinkedIn connections. LinkedIn video was introduced probably back in March to May of this year. And I was around 3,000 contacts. So if I estimate it correctly and take into percentage persons who I know directly, if you sent me a connection request on LinkedIn, I sent you one and then you added me, you automatically got a customized video from me. And I think I told you before, I could safely say for the record, I've done 300 customized videos to persons on LinkedIn. Saying thank you so much for adding me to your network. I'm looking forward to engaging with you on your content. Or in this case, if I have if your person has consistent activity, I can make mention of what they are talking about because what they are posting in their LinkedIn is different from what they are active on their LinkedIn because posting means I actually care about this item to post it. And I make reference to that topic and speak on one of their articles and say thank you so much and just looking forward to engaging with your content. The reason why I do it on video and I only realized there's some LinkedIn video, which is an amazing trick that a lot of people don't realize. If you want to connect with your customers, record the video directly from the LinkedIn app. Make sure you have your company logo t-shirt on or there's a company logo in the background. Because when LinkedIn uploads your picture, it reflects the video so the person who's watching it doesn't see it in reverse like when they normally do a selfie. So you could literally be doing branding out the gate without even having to make mention of your brand. So I love so much what you're talking about here. There's a couple of things. You're talking about developing loyalty by adding great content, which you can then claim or harvest or get the ROI on that at a future date. Like, okay, I need speakers. Well, you've been giving great stuff. I'm loyal to you. Sure, I'm in. 
Just like if I needed a customer reference or I needed a third party to say, yeah, my company's good or that me, I'm credible, whatever it might be in my sales cycle, I need, I need an influencer to influence my cycle and I've been given great content, then I can call upon that influencer or I can call upon that trusted individual that my prospect knows to say good things about me. And then you're using not just text because anybody can do that and you should do that, don't get me wrong, but the power of video is so different and you do that over and over again. And I gotta tell you folks, first video I got, this guy is smiling, he's engaging, he's like, you just watch his video and you just wanna connect with him. And that's your personality. You let your personality come through. You don't hide, you don't let fear get in the way, you are you. And I think that's one of the big differentiating factors. I think no matter if you're shy with video, I mean, there's voice, but I think video has a way bigger impact when a client actually sees it because the amount of persons, I would tell you eight out of every 10 persons I send a video to actually says, oh my gosh, wow, thank you so much for the personalized video. Thank you for saying my name, which is a big thing for your prospect because imagine being approached and only getting generic emails every day with, and you know it's not the person writing the name. Saying the person's name and them seeing your voice, your face saying their name, you're definitely going to build that engagement in terms of definitely being able to engage with them further that you could actually eventually ask for a meeting or make mention of something that you do for a living. All right. So how many of you are now listening are using Vidyard or Wissier, another video platform to send video in email? All right. Your hand is up. Okay. Keep your hand up. Of you who are doing that, how many are you are using video on LinkedIn to connect the same way? A lot of your hands just disappeared. Why aren't you doing that? This is what uh, you should be learning from this man here. It's not just the content. Content's critical. We've talked about this before, but it's about engagement and it's about multiple, multiple different channels, text, video, audio, and you use them all. And it's about, like you said, over 300 videos you've sent in the last several months. That's crazy just by using it. And I love your idea of branding. You don't have to say it. It's right there. It's, it's that subtlety. So smart. Now, is if you do this and you do this well, we've talked about this before, folks. But I'm going to beat you up on it. And I'm going to ask Jared his impression. They're going to check your profile out. Jared, does that happen to you? Yep. Yep. So do you have any advice? They always check. Yeah. Do you have any advice on the profile thing? Like what, what has worked for you? Right. So here's the, here's the interesting reason why I spent 30 days posting content on LinkedIn that wasn't related to the conference. Remember, if you have a great headline, and my headline, by the way, is I'm the person you hire to get customers excited about your product or service. Remember. When you're posting and when you're commenting on LinkedIn, that headline is what customers are seeing. The second thing the customer is doing is that if they like your headline, they're going to click and go to your profile. And guess what my banner was on my LinkedIn profile leading up to the conference? It was about my conference. So I was just creating free advertisements. And I was getting on approximately 1,500 to 1,600 views uh, on average of who's viewing my profile every week. So I was just creating constant advertisements without actually saying what I what I was doing. And from there, persons will click connect and engage. What's this sales conference about? What's this SAAP thing that you're doing? Please tell me more. So I have a question for you guys listening right now. Do you hear what he just said? He quoted for me how many views he was getting on his profile. Do you know how many views you're getting in your profile? Do you? Have you gone and figured out who those people are that are viewing you? Imagine if you went to those same people and sent them a video like, Jared does introduce yourself and ask what kind of you know content you're looking for. Let me point you to some of my best, best up pieces of content that people love. I don't know, whatever you use it using those micro messages that he talked about earlier on. How would that change 
your success at developing your social awareness so you could harvest that loyalty that you're developing with your tribe to influence your sales cycles or to drive new sales cycles. Listen, the phone is important, email is important, but social is where they actually check you out for street cred. Jared has nailed this. He's yep. a rock star. Okay, Jared, final point yeah. here. If there is one piece of advice you could mm -hmm. give to my audience, these are kick-ass SDRs and accounting execs. These are the, the world's smartest people because they've listened to my show. What would that advice be? Consistent, genuine engagement. If you're not doing it every day across all your channels, whether it is it's your, your phone, your email, your, your, your social media channels, you're not going to have the success that you want. So you have to consistently do it every single day. I have persons telling me I, I see your stuff all the time and you're everywhere, but in reality, it's just my consistency that has me everywhere. I might not have the best content in the world, but I have it every single day. And that's what it is that you need to be in front of your clients right now. So if it is that you are looking at options of where, okay, I've mastered phone and I do my prospecting and I do my calls, but I'm still not getting through to clients. Otherwise, then you need to look at the other channels to help support what your main bread and butter is for reaching out to customers so that it builds that validity. It builds that cred sorry, credibility, sorry, so that persons know, okay, beforehand, I keep seeing Jared's stuff everywhere. When I get a call on the phone, I have a certain measure of trust in him because I'm seeing it and I'm not only seeing it from him. I'm seeing my peers in the industry commenting and engaging in this stuff. And it takes a while to build, but again, consistent, genuine engagement. It's how you're going to win. Three things jump off the page. I mean, I want to make sure you guys heard what Jared just said. Consistent. It's huge. That's your biggest flaw. I know it is. It's my biggest challenge. You got to be intentional, guys. Second thing is, mm -hmm. it's going to take a while, and but it's going to build. So stop looking for that instant win. Think six months to a year out. You're making an investment now that you're going to reap dividends on in the future, and it will just snowball. Three, the most self-aware statement I've heard in forever. He said, not every post I make is good. You didn't hear him beat himself up. You didn't hear him use that as an excuse to not to post. He, he accepted. I know some posts to be better than others, but I'm yep. striving. Try I another post. Food. Yes, I yeah. had this conversation yesterday with one of my sales reps. Exact same thing. Love it. All right, Jared. And let me just give one quick advice. If it is that you try an engagement with a client, it doesn't matter which form or channel that you use. And it doesn't work. It doesn't mean you stop. It just means you just haven't found the right key that gets the attention. You have to try again. It is a constant game of A-B testing. What works, what doesn't, rinse and repeat. Yes. Guys and gals, you want to meet this fine man, check him out on LinkedIn, all right? That's where you go. Jared Best Mitchell, linkedin.com slash in slash Jared, J-A-R-R-O-D, Best, B-E-S-T, Mitchell, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L. -L. You can email him at helpmesell at jaredbestmitchell.com. Check him out. Add him to your list. Jared, thank you for your time today. I've had a blast. Thank you so much as well. I mean, I really appreciate it. I love the opportunity to discuss this with everyone. There you go. It's about social awareness and adding value. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, are you adding value today? You tell me. I'll talk to you soon on the flip side. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening once again to another episode of Inside, Inside Sales. Hosted by Daryl Prail, the CMO of VanillaSoft. Tune in every other week for actionable ideas to increase your sales productivity. One of the many shows on the ever-growing Funnel Radio Channel. Sponsored by Vanilla Soft.